Clarence Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Thank you for joining. Hello, welcome, and good morning. Yes, I did say good morning, simply because no matter what time of day it is where you are, no matter where you are in the world, when you're listening to this live or recorded, if you're listening to what we're saying, then you are simply waking up. You're waking up to your true life. And that's what we're about here. We're about starting that alarm clock for you so that you can kind of take a closer look at, at your life and uh, the reality of what you're waking up into and, and then be the most amazing person you can be. Have the best life you can have. And that's what we're about. We want to lead you there. We want to help you get there any way we can. And so I say hello, welcome, and good morning. And so as always... Three things that I think can really, really get you off to a great, great start. And that is, first of all, being thankful, living your life in thanks, living with an attitude of gratitude, giving thanks anytime you can and everywhere you can. Even when things aren't going really well and there are things that you might not be thankful for, living with an attitude of gratitude is very important. If you want to be happy, happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. And then secondly, giving, giving something of value to you. To someone else. doesn't have to be money. Give of time. Give of your service. Give of your wisdom. Give when you can. Giving is a two-way street. When you give, you're receiving at the same time. And then thirdly, because we have this gift, this power to choose, love first and then choose. Love yourself first and then choose. If you do that, you'll have fewer regrets. I can guarantee it. So if you've lived your life that way this past week, then I know you've had an amazing week and you've made an amazing week for the people around you. So hello, welcome and good morning, everyone. We have a fantastic show this morning for you. All the way from the other side of the world, I have a very, very special guest that has uh, agreed to join us. In fact, the, the clocks are almost completely different. It's, it's very, literally very early in the morning where she is, even though it's time-wise in the evening where we are. Uh, Arabelle Yee is the woman's leadership coach who has spoken on different stages internationally and worked with thousands of women from across the globe in the areas of human behavior, mindset, and helping them start up businesses from scratch. She has been featured in major publications as well as media, as an influential coach and speaker serving as a catalyst for women to step up and step into their personal leadership she is well known for her innate skills in helping people break through personal conditionings, bring their message out, and build purpose-driven businesses. Her authentic 
relatable and grounded style of speaking evokes emotions, engagement, resonance, and connects people on a deep level. Now, I'm going to stop there. There's so much more I could share with you, and we're going to get into that with her because I want you to hear directly from her. Arabelle, hello. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you for joining. Hey, Clarence. Thank you so much for having me, and good evening to you and all the listeners. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, it is literally morning where you are, so uh, I, I really appreciate you uh, getting up so early and joining us all the way from Australia. That's all right. I, um, I wake up really early every day. Ah, fantastic. Fantastic. So you're ready to go. You're, you hit the ground running every day then. Let's do it. Yes. All right. <laughs> you know, they say uh, if you really want to shift in your life, if, if things are going along and you want a real shift in your life, it might help just to get up an hour earlier. No matter where you are, just get up an hour earlier and you will certainly, over time, see a nice little shift in your life. You'll become more productive. You'll become more in tune with what's going on in the day, etc. So um, uh, the fact that you're 12 hours ahead of us or however many hours it is, 14 hours ahead of us, uh, that really, really uh, resonates because you're already, you already have a head start on us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, well, tell us what the future holds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a secret that I'll never tell. <laughs> uh, okay, well then tell us a little bit about you. Who is Arabelle Yee? Tell us about you. I've read a little bit about what you've done, but I'd like to know uh, what brought you to the work that you're doing. You know, give us a little more insight into who you are. Sure, and uh, thank you so much for the great introduction. So, um, so yes, my name is Arabelle, and what I do is um, I call myself a women's leadership coach. I'm to actually not a big fan of titles, but then that's the title that resonates most with me, where I am in my life right now and the work that I'm doing. So I'm originally from Burma. Burma is a country that not many people know, and only now people are starting to notice where it is on the map, although it's a big country. And right now I'm in Australia, so I've been living here for a couple of years. So growing up in Burma, uh, it's a very cultural and um, it used to be a very conservative country. Um, it's a beautiful country and I'm extremely grateful to have been born there and grow up there because there's a lot of things that I learn about how... Uh, you know, how to live my life in terms of spirituality. Um, at the same time, they were, uh, because the country was closed out from the rest of the world, there, were, uh, there was a lot of gap um, in terms of growth in the country. Mm. So when I came out of Burma about a little over 10 years ago, I was still in a mindset, a scarcity mindset, because the country was closed out from the rest of the world. We, all, we believed that there was only so little for everyone to have um, in every area. So I grew up with the scarcity mindset and I was always um, trying to have more, more, more. And what I was taught growing up also by the society was also that um, for a person to, in order to be successful in life or to be called successful, it means having a lot of money, status, image, um, and, you know, as a, as a girl at the time or as a woman, you know, when you uh, grow up one day, the men that you marry has to be, has to have like some kind of status or money uh, mm -hmm. in the, in the society. So I followed that path 
for quite a long time. And even when I got into uh, corporate world, I really climbed up the corporate ladder really fast because my aim was to make as much money as possible because that means that meant success to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did all of that, but at one point i I was living the life that I wanted to live, earning the money that I wanted, uh, having everything that I was uh, that i that I thought that I needed in my life again in order to be successful. Um, what I noticed was that in a span of ten years' time, during that time, I went through uh, four major accidents in my life, mm. uh, starting from getting both bones, um, yeah, broken in my left leg to, uh, you know, in having internal bleeding and ending up in the um, emergency ward to finally diagnosing with uh, getting diagnosed with anxiety disorder. Um, it all happened quite close and a lot of people around me, including my family, was thinking, how, uh, how come I'm so unlucky? How come all these bad things are happening to me one after another? For me, I saw it differently. Uh, when I was finally on the hospital bed after getting diagnosed with anxiety disorder, I really started to ask myself the right question. Um, I, I used to, I'm, I asked myself a lot of questions before, but before it was like, how can I make more money? How can I be more successful? <laughs> but at that time on the hospital bed, the question that I asked was, what am I doing here? What is my purpose? And so when I started asking the right questions, I realized that my life wasn't in alignment. Although at the time I knew that it wasn't in alignment, but I didn't know what being in alignment meant. So I realized that I really need to have a major shift in my life. So in order to have the major shift, I asked myself, so what's the first shift that I can do? And so I quit my job. I went, um, I went for further education so that I can really build a business where I can make an impact um, on the lives of people around me. So to really cut the story short, I became a clinical psychotherapist and then I left my job. And the reason why I became a clinical psychotherapist was because uh, for me to feel fulfilled and for me to feel like what I'm doing is meaningful, I needed to do something that involves working with people and helping them. Um, I made it right choice. And from then on, my business has evolved. I have evolved within a very short period of time because I'm all about doing the deep inner and transformative work. And so today, um, I'm now working with women from across the globe speaking, um, helping them with leadership. Now, when I say leadership, it's not about securing leadership positions in companies. It's about really tapping into the personal leadership that we all have within us so that we can truly get connected with who we are and break through all the self-imposed barriers or societal conditionings and really bring our message or gift out, which is basically our purpose. And uh, whether it's to build a business or live life in uh, alignment with their highest values. So that's what I do in brief. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Wow. That's, a, that's a, a really interesting journey from Burma to where you are now. I mean, we're talking about a physical location of Burma that has an environment that is, uh, like you mentioned, very conservative to, to where you are now, which is more in, not geographically, but more in touch with who you really are, which is um, uh, more freeing, if you will, than, than a conservative country in, in comparison. Yes, yes, I agree. 
Yes. Well, it's fantastic. You know, we're going to take a break here shortly. Uh, but when we come back, I want to explore a couple of things that you mentioned, because it's very, very important to to really understand this thing about leadership, uh, professional leadership versus personal leadership. I think that is such a great distinction, even though the two work together in many cases. Uh, and I'd like to get your thoughts on that when we get back. Is that OK? Yes, definitely. I All would right. Love to talk about it. Fantastic. Well, we're here with Arabelle Yee, and we will be back after these messages to learn more about leadership, particularly with women. We'll be right back. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883-090917. That's 8883-090917. Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. your career, your happiness, your life. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Arabelle Yee, and she is going to open our eyes and our minds to what it takes to live, I'll just call it an abundant life, a life that's in alignment with who you truly are. And uh, she has obviously found that path herself, and now she helps others find it for themselves as well. So, Arabelle, as, as we were talking earlier, uh, you were describing this, uh, this, this thing called scarcity, uh, the scarcity mindset that uh, you grew up with. 
And um, what it seemed to drive in you was a need to get more, uh, more money, more status. And, and, it, and it propelled you in your corporate life, uh, it sounds like. And, and so what was that turning point for you when you said, is there something more for you? Is there a purpose for you? Was, was there something that literally happened? Was it the broken leg, the, 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 the medical issues that woke you up, or what was it? I would say that um, I, although I was, I felt that I was successful, there's a big part of me that I felt was missing, and I didn't really know what it was. So that really led me, I would say that it was a combination of a lot of things, but that led me to start asking questions. But it was really uh, the last accident um, where I was diagnosed with anxiety disorder and I was thinking, why am I anxious? Why am I having this anxiety disorder, which I never thought I would have um, when I'm happy and successful? There must be something wrong. So mm. that was the aha moment for me. Got it. Very nice. And, and so that, that shift, um, it included, obviously, you're getting um, in touch with more of who you were. I mean, it, I'm sure it didn't happen overnight, but you began the search for that answer. As you mentioned, you were asking questions all along, but now you started asking different questions. Is that right? Yes. Well, you're right. And it didn't happen overnight. It, it was um, years of, you know, in process and it's still ongoing. Um, but that's when I really started to dive deep into self-exploration. You know, I took training, I read books, but then I believe that at that time, I know that I really had to start doing the uh, self-development, if you call it, or if you may. But for me, it was more of doing the deep inner work, whether through uh, attending conferences and workshops or actually doing the work on myself. Um, I'm also a very spiritual person, and uh, so I did a lot of spiritual mindset work as well. So through uh, all those work, I really started to get clear on what what does it mean? What it means to live in alignment with my purpose? What do I need to do next? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so when when you have that, uh, we'll just call it a new awakening. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's why I love you know the the fact that when you listen to what we we talk about here, you're literally waking up when you hear people like Arabelle just tell you how that alarm clock goes off for you, and and you can ignore it and keep hitting the snooze button, or you can respond to it the way she did. And uh, Arabelle, what it, what it sounds like is you start to see the world a little differently as more of an abundance world versus scarcity mindset. Yes, exactly. Because before I was, because I was living in the scarcity mindset, to me, everything was about com- competition. Uh, but then from then on, I started to realize that actually, what if I collaborate? rather than compete and mm-hmm. when I say co- collaborate it's it's with friends it's with business partners it's with everyone and how can I do it together with other people rather than uh, trying to have it all for myself yes yes uh, you know that's a, that's an interesting point and one one of the things that um, I, I think happens and I'll just check with you on, on validation is once you give up the the I've got to have it all. I'm going to lose something if I let go of something. Once you let go of that mindset, you find that more things start to come to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Um, the metaphor that I uh, normally use is that if you imagine yourself holding a basket with all the things that you've collected over the years, which is basically all your belief system, the scarcity mindset, and everything that don't serve you. But if your basket is full, how can you add more things, which is more abundance? Um, so we have to let go of certain things so that we can make space for new things, better things to come in. Yes, yes, I like that. I like that metaphor. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's really about giving. When you start to give, you begin to receive. It's a, it's a, a I guess it's a universal law. Uh, if you're talking about spirituality, it's kind of, a, it's not only a mindset, but it's a universal law that when you give, you begin receiving at the same time. Yes, because you're in that vibration and you're in that um, state of mind where you feel abundant. So when you feel abundant, and again, it's the it's this example um, that I use, like we are uh, like walking walkie-talkie or walking Wi-Fi stations, and when we're in a diff, you know a certain frequency, and let's let's use giving frequency um, because we believe that there's a lot more, there's uh, in, infinite resources for all of us. And so when we start giving in that state of mind, that means that we're just going to tune into that frequency of getting more, receiving more. Fantastic. Like that. I like that. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where um, uh, nature abhors a vacuum. So once you give away and there's a vacuum there, it will rush in to fill it right back up because it knows that you're going to give and it's going to fill. And it's, it's just a cycle that continues. I love that. Yes, yes. So let's talk about uh, you know some some of the practical uses of this new mindset, and even how you impart this wisdom uh, to others. So let's first talk about this personal leadership piece that you were talking about, um, as opposed to a professional leadership. Is there a difference? And and if there is, what? How do you see that? I think it's the same. Um, it's different, but it's the same. Okay. Um, it, I believe that if we want to build that professional leadership, we have to start from the personal leadership. I used to, when I was in the corporate, I used to train a lot of um, people and I was in, doing organizational change management. And you know what I realized is that there were a lot of trainings out there that focused a lot on external things or in extrinsic values or how do you say that you know um it's 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 about managing other people and but for me what i really realize is that when leadership is about um as is an inside out approach because when (laughs) if we can't lead ourselves if we don't even know what we bring out what's within us if we don't even know what we're capable of and what our weaknesses are how can we even lead other people so that's why i focus on personal leadership because once we really know where our strengths and weaknesses and once we really do that inside out approach of tapping into our personal leadership that will impact all other areas of our life whether it's career business relationship um or anything yes yes uh that's so important um i know i will ask you this if you run into um either in your own in your own journey or with your clients where they are doing that work from the inside out you know i i I once wrote an article saying that leadership is an inside job that you that you that you or your clients might run into a place where you're working on the inside and you're, what you show on the outside reflects that true you, but mm-hmm. people don't accept it. Uh, and in fact, they try to suppress it. 
And so it has a negative effect, at least in the short term, with some people that you might deal with. Mm-hmm. So, so, when, so what was the question? Yeah, so have you run into a, a, a time when, um, let's say you're, at corp- you're in corporate, uh, corporate life, and you're just being your authentic self, but your, boss, right. is, but your boss is not <laughs> of that same mindset, and mm-hmm. he, in, in fact, tries to suppress you from being that. He wants you to fit a certain mold. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Okay. So for me, the most important thing is whether you're in your job, you're in your business, or you're in a relationship with your romantic partner or your friends or whoever it is, um, the most important thing is we're always in a relationship with something. It's not just a person. It's our business. We're in a relationship with our business. We're in a relationship with our career, our boss, right? So the only thing that will... uh, that will work out is if our values are aligned or if we truly understand what our core values are. So if let's just use me as an example, if I'm in a job and I'm being authentic and I'm doing an inside out approach um, work of tapping into my personal leadership, but my boss doesn't accept it and my boss doesn't recognize it because he's because most of the time he's coming from a place of fear because he's not ready to face his own um, fears or um, changing. Um, then the, the question is, does this company or does this boss or the people that I'm working with, do they have the same values as me? Right. If they're not, then can I work here? Because if the values clashes, uh, most of the time, unless we work on it, it's just going to go downhill. Yes. Very good point. Thank you for, for saying it that way. Because so there are people who are facing that every day. They're attempting to lead from the inside out, as you, uh, as you stated. But they are not being supported. And mm-hmm. so there has to be a choice as to whether or not you will compromise your values or make a different decision about where you are. And that's a tough yes. choice for that's a tough choice for a lot of people. I think tough choices are um, what pushes us to our limit and when we are at our limit and when it pushes us to the edge that's when um, the transformation and major life shifts happen. Yes. Yes. All right, so with that in mind, uh, let's just take that that one scenario a step further. Um, and I hope this helps someone that we're even talking about it this way. Uh, when you get to a place where you have that decision to make, there are things that stop people from moving forward and, be, and being themselves, like security of having that paycheck. They don't want to leave that behind. Um, mm-hmm. And so that sometimes creates a, a compromising position for some folks. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people weigh um, when they are about to make major life decisions. They weigh between um, what they can see right now and what they can't see in the unknown. So that's that's when a lot of people get stopped on the way. Yes. All right. We're gonna we're gonna have to take a quick break. I got wrapped up in this conversation, so we're gonna come back with Arabelle. We're gonna find out how to reach her. We're gonna find out more about her and her work. We'll be back right after these messages. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, marlatabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. We are here with Arabelle Yee, and I will tell you, Arabelle, I'm so uh, so excited to have this conversation with you um, because it's such a rich conversation. And uh, I think we could talk for many, many hours, you and I, simply because we are aligned uh, around this a similar message. But what I found, um, I, you know, I have your, we've not met face to face, but I did get your, your information. And I will never, ever ask a woman how old she is. And please don't feel obligated to tell us. <laughs> but your picture, uh, you look so very young. And... I am just so blown away by your wisdom, um, you, you know, just the way you speak about these things. It's it's like you're tapped into that, uh, I'll just call it the infinite intelligence. You haven't, you know, it's not necessarily uh, academic in information. You've got true um, experience and wisdom associated with what you're talking about. So uh, I, I'm just, I'm at awe and, and I appreciate you being here and sharing that with us. Thank you. I don't mind. Um, You know, that's actually one of the biggest insecurities that I used to have before because I look so young. However, I don't feel so young. I'm turning 33 this year uh, in a few months' time. Oh, wow. but uh, because I look so young and I used to have this insecurity where if people see me, would they actually take me seriously? And that was also a mindset piece that I had to work on before. But I'm okay with that now. Oh, good, good. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, uh, just just talk to people first, and then and then <laughs> then show up face to face because 
<laughs> but you know, some you're right. Some people have a tendency to have a a filter, and they judge based on what they see, what whatever it is, whether they think you're too old, too young, too this, too that. And uh, but you can break through that pretty easily. I, I think your uh, uh, your wisdom just far far exceeds the look that you have. So um, anyway, we won't we won't dive into that. But if people do want to reach you. How can they reach you to find out more? Uh, they can go to my website, which is www.arabelleyee.com, or they can also go to my Facebook page, which is also Arabelle Yee. Great. Um, and they can, um, I get messages and email every day, so, and I do reply to them personally. Fantastic. And uh, after this uh, show, probably within the next 24 hours, you will be able to Sierra Bell's picture and her bio <laughs> on my website, ClarenceCaldwell.com, and on the TogiNet website. It'll be there also, um, as, well on, as well as Facebook. I'll have this. Uh, you're going to be plastered all over the Internet. I hope you know that. <laughs> Clarence, I wanted to um, touch on that point when you asked me about my age, that yes. um, I got something that I really wanted to share. You know, before, I used to have this insecurity because I was uh, measuring uh, my, how, what I know and my gift um, with the external, you know, ruler. However, one thing that I realized is that, so that was the question that I asked myself, so how can I stop feeling insecure? What do I need to do? And then one day, I had this light bulb moment, and I realized that, this word literally came into my head, embody. And I was asking, what does it mean? And then I realized that when we embody our wisdom and when we embody what we know, which is also being in alignment and um, being authentic and representing who we truly are with no layer, um, that embodiment alone is going to make an impact around um, impact the people around us because people will see we don't even need to say anything and so that is also a very important thing in leadership as well i as leaders we need to embody our values and we need to embody our wisdom and when we do that we are energetically communicating it um, even our um, body language will communicate it and the moment we start open our mouth and when we start talking that's when it's going to make a difference. Fantastic. I just wanted to touch on that. Yes. Yeah, no, that's a great, great insight. Um, uh, because you, your, your energy does enter the room as you enter the room. And uh, people can pick up on that. And it, uh, they're not even sure what they're picking up on. But they really do see that, feel that, and know that about you. Um, yes. That's great. Fantastic. So let's, uh, we're not going to dive too deep on this age thing. But I do want to know... <laughs> um, uh, that your your clients or your audience, do you find that they range in age um, uh, or the, are you targeted? And I know you're targeting not necessarily only women, but you work a lot with women. What, what does that look like? Well, I major majority of my clients are women, and lately, men a lot of men have been coming to me. And of course, when people come to me, I don't say no. Um, but in terms of age range, the people that I work with are somewhere between twenty five and forty, because you know those who are um, who have you know started a business when they're about 25 and they really want to take it to the next level. Or if there are some women who are married and who've had kids and they now feel like, you know, there's 
they're ready. They're ready to make a difference in their life. So the age range is between like 25 and 40. Oh, very good. Thank you. Mm. That's, uh, that's, uh, I guess that's close to what they would call millennials, maybe just a little bit older than millennials in the 40s, I guess. Uh, but that's a that's a set. Uh, that's a. Do you find there's a different mindset as the age increases? Um, I would say that as um, generally, um, mm. women around forty, I find that they. Well, it's not true though because we all have a lot of fear. And when I work with my clients, it's mainly about, we have to work mainly around fear. And it's just mm-hmm. that the type of fear that we have are different depending on um, how old we are. Right. Okay. Got it. Uh, so becoming a psychotherapist, mm-hmm. um, what led you in that direction? So because I was asking myself, you know, what can I do for me to feel like I'm living a meaningful life. That's when I realized that I needed to do something that has, that involves working with other people. And I asked myself, you know, um, all my life, what, what am I good at? And I noticed that a lot of people have been coming to me since I was young to share their deepest, darkest secrets with me and to ask for my advice. Although I'm just, um, the same age as them and I don't have, I just have same like you know life experiences them, but there's something about me that they feel drawn to to come and open up, pour their heart out, and ask for advice. So that's when I realized that well, what if I actually get a proper training so that I can help people? And that's how I become a clinical psychotherapist. Uh, very good. So it's kind of a natural, a natural uh, area of of study for you then. I would say yes because. Um, since young, I, I kind of grew up reading about psychology books and philosophy and, um, those are the areas that I've always been interested in. So it wasn't even like a hard thing for me. I really enjoyed studying. Good, good. So, so let, let's do this. Let's, um, I'm going to have you teach here, (laughs) (laughs) uh, because you talk about fear. Uh, mm-hmm. Regardless of where, it, whether it's an older person, younger person, we all have these these fears. I think they're these external fears, uh, you know, uh, uh, lions and tigers and bears, you know, the things that can hurt us and, mm-hmm. externally. And and we and it keeps us safe. We lock our doors. We you know put on the burglar alarm because we have a fear of, of getting hurt. But I think what you're talking about are the internal fears. Is that true? Like uh, fear of failure, embarrassment, those kinds of things. Yes. So, so teach us a, a, about that in a way that, that helps us at least start to understand how we get past those. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So I find that um, from my own experience with working with my clients, one of the common fears that keep coming up are fear of rejection, fear mm. of failure, um, fear, of, um, fear of losing. So... What I mean by that is one of the biggest fears that we have is having everything that we want and losing everything that we have. So, but when we talk about fear, I, I want to talk about ego because we have in our mind um, to make it really simple. I would say that we have this, um, two, we have two minds. One is the ego, which is, um, 
the the mind, the part of our mind that's always scared, but that's always trying to keep us safe, meaning that doesn't want us to grow because where we are right now is the known territory. So stay here because you know this place. Don't go out there. Don't venture out there because you don't know what's out there, right? So the ego is always trying to keep us safe. And that's where the fear comes up. But there's the us, this other mind, which is our gut feeling or intuition um, that all of us have. Um, and that's the part of our mind that that is like a natural knowing that tells us that, um, hey, your heart is calling out and you know, your heart wants to go out there. Why don't you just go and try? Give it a try. What what if you fail? It's okay. Fail again and fail better next time. Hmm. So it's 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 always a battle between this gut feeling and this um, ego that we we have to balance. And in another word, I say that there are the angel and devil in our head. You know, like the little <laughs> angel and the devil that we have on our shoulders. Yes. Um, so the first thing is for us to recognize that when we have that fear um, that's holding us back from growth, um, what, where is it coming from? Ask to ask ourselves questions. And once we know where it's coming from, the next thing is, okay, so n- recognizing and acknowledging that, hey, fear, I know you're there. Thank you so much for teaching me something. But everything that happens to us is always giving us a message. And ask, what are you teaching me? Mm-hmm. Which area do I need to improve, learn, or let go for me to be able to grow? So the next thing is ask for advice from your fear. And a lot of people suppress fear or try to avoid and run away. But to me, fear is I make friends with fear because it's, it's my teacher. Excellent. I like that advice. Uh, yeah. It, re- it really is. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a necessary part of our growth. Um, but you have to recognize it, embrace it, which is difficult to do sometimes. And, uh, but ask the question, what am I supposed to learn from this and move mm-hmm. forward, move through it? I love that. Thank you for that. Uh, well, we're going to take a, another a quick break and we're going to come back from Arabelle. And we're going to, I'm just going to have you teach us some more stuff. I mean, I think you've got <laughs> a lot of good, a lot of good content to, to share with us. And I know our listeners are learning a lot. Uh, I really appreciate your, your ability to, to teach and your willingness to give. And so when we come back, we're going to learn a little bit more from Arabelle Yee. We'll be back right after these messages. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home 
visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. So, Arabelle, one of the things you said, I wrote this down, and, and I don't know if this is your quote, and if it is, I'm going to ask you if I can use it sometime. Um, but you said about fear. Uh, this fear of losing. Uh, you said having everything we want, but losing everything we have. That's yeah. a powerful statement. It is. And, and, and some- yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's something that I tell myself until today, every time um, fear comes up. And it's, it's a good reminder for me as well. Yeah, I think that I think that stops a lot of people from moving forward. Just the fear of losing what they already have, and it go it kind of goes back to that scarcity mindset. Yes, because um, one of the uh, basic instincts of human beings is familiarity, right? So if we we that's why even if we are stuck in a situation where. Um, uh, w- even if we're get we're getting it's not nice to say this, but even if we're getting beaten up or if we are getting this you know verbally or emotionally abused, sometimes people don't leave that uh, uh, situation because of the fear of unknown. They know that they're not happy there because but then at least they're familiar with that. So yes. to go out into the unknown means that they don't know what's out there and they forget what it's like to be free of fear. So they'd rather remain familiar in that situation. Mm, very interesting. That, well, that really brings me to the next question that I had. And I, uh, I wasn't sure quite how to, to ask it because you do work primarily with women, but some men, everything you're talking about would, would really benefit everyone. Is there a reason why women more, gravitate more toward your work or that you gravitate more toward them? I think um, if I'm being really honest, when I first started, I chose to work with women because of my own fear. Because I'm a woman, I felt that, well, I would understand women more. And I think because of that 
um, a lot of my clients were women as well. But as I um, do this work more and more, and it's because I speak a lot, I do a lot of public speaking. And when I do that, there were a lot of men in the crowd, it's the audience as well. And then they started asking me questions and they started coming to me. And I realized that actually that's my own limitation, limiting beliefs telling myself that, I'm, I can only help women. That's not true. So that's why now men have been coming to me and I've been helping them. And I realize that everything that I'm saying actually applies to both men and women. Yes. Yes. Well, good. Good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you're opening to that <laughs> because there's a lot of men that could use your help as well. Uh, and and, and you know, certainly um, working with women, there might be a, an easier entry, if you will, being a woman as well. But don't don't restrict your wisdom, please, because the world <laughs> the world needs it. Everyone needs that. Yeah, and I think another thing is also because um, I find that women are women ask for help more mm. um, from my experience because um, men tend to feel that they can figure it out on their own. Um, men tend to feel that they, when they ask for help, that means that they're advertising their weaknesses and their fears and, um, yeah, basically what, what's going on in their world. So they don't want to do that and they want to solve it on their own. Um, so women are more open to that. But I see that that's actually changing now. Yes. Well, you know, men have this, I don't know if it's just a society thing, a societal thing uh, worldwide or just in certain countries, but men don't like to ask questions uh, or reach out for help. We won't even ask for directions when we get lost. We'll just figure it out. And and the same is true in our lives sometimes. We just kind of work through it, work through it, work through it. You know, big boys don't cry and you just got to mm-hmm. work through it. And uh, unfortunately, I think it just does us damage in the long run. Yes, it's it's the also the again, it is the cultural programming. You know, it's also that stereotype um, of as as even as a child when we're growing up, um, parents don't do this because of bad intention, but it's because of the programming that you know boys don't cry, girls they're okay to cry. You know, boys you don't be you know you don't feel emotions. Mm. When you're emotional, that means you know just man up. But women, it's okay. You can be emotional, you know. So that's the cultural programming that we have. But actually, when we tap into our emotions, um, that's when we become more raw and vulnerable. And that becomes makes us more relatable to people. And again, if you are leading a business or, uh, you know, in a leading management positions in company, when you are more authentic and more raw and more relatable, that's when people will trust you. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good point. Uh, your authenticity is really tied to the, the energy, the feelings, the emotions that you have. Um, and if you're connected there uh, and comfortable connecting there, you can be your most authentic self. Yes. And I was reading this book the other day, and um, it's called Shakti Leadership. And it's a really good book. And in that book, what it says is that, you know, both men and women, we all have this, um, you know, the, the, lo- the logical mind and what's the other one, the analytical mind. Mm. Um, so, but in a more spiritual sense, it's the femininity and the masculinity that we all have. 
yes. both men and women. But when we are tapping into only one side, and most of us are taught um, to be in our head most of the time, and to stay in our head is a heart is not right. Um, so when we do that, we're not balanced, and we're not. If when we're not balanced, it's like flying with just one wing. And when you fly with just one wing, you're just going to get tired, and that's why a lot of people are so burned out and so imbalanced and stressed out these days. Yes, very good point. Very good point. I like that analogy. Um, I've often used the analogy of just paying attention to your emotions, so that you know. Uh, you know, the way I put it was that is that your emotions are the energy that we use to determine who we're becoming, and if you're not aware of those emotions. You're you're going down a path you really don't even know where you're going, um, mm-hmm. and you become something that you probably did not in, intend. Uh, I, I use the, um, the the analogy of driving from, uh, let's say, Palm Springs to Los Angeles, which is a two-hour drive, and you you don't have any visibility of your dashboard. You don't ha- you don't know how much gas you have. You don't know how fast you're going. Uh, you don't know how hot the engine is running. Um, if you're not in touch with your emotions, you have no dashboard. You don't even know where you're going. So um, really, really important. But it's very difficult for a lot of people to tap into that and understand that. Uh, how do you break that cycle for the, this cultural issue that, that you might run into with men? I would say the first question is ask questions to yourself. You know, I believe that all of us have that wisdom and that knowing within us. And it's just a matter of training and training to become aware. And to become aware, the first step is to ask ourselves the right questions. So as and when I'm stuck and when I don't have a coach or when I don't have anyone to help me out, I literally just write down questions to myself. You know, one of the easiest ways that you can do that, and a lot of companies are using this as well, is the five whys. You know, yes. ask yourself why five times. And at the same time, ask questions like what if. Um, what if opens up a lot of possibilities. And a lot of us tend to accept what's given to us um, in our life or in the society. Um, and we don't question a lot of things. We just accept everything as is. But if we want to be leaders, um, again, in our life, in our business, in our career, we have to, uh, using the buzzword, think outside of the box. Mm. Or, you know, we have to look outside of where we are right now. And so by asking ourselves questions, we will become aware. And when we become aware, a lot of people tend to repress it. But it's about not repressing it, but acknowledging it. And even if you're not ready to change, that's okay because everybody has their own timing. But just becoming aware knows that, okay, I know it's there. That's something that I can work on. I'm not ready yet. I'll work on it when I'm ready. But you said about um, the word difficult um, quite a few times today. And I think a lot of things in life are difficult if we see it as difficult. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, hey, wait a minute, now. you're not supposed to be psychoanalyzing me here. But see, I already know, <laughs> I already know that you're an NLP practitioner, <laughs> and words so, are so very important. I'm glad you picked up on that. Thank you. Can't help it. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love that. Uh, and, and you're right. So that's why I think every one of us needs that 
that coach, if you will, that person on the outside that says, hey, did you recognize that you're doing this or you're looking at it this way? Um, Because we can't see it all ourselves. So thank you for that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, no, good, good. (laughs) The thing is that you talked about asking the right question, and Mm -hmm. the questions are so very powerful. Um, Mm -hmm. Because when you ask the question, you begin to invite, and you're open up, you begin to invite the answers in. But you have to be careful which questions you're asking. Exactly. Yes. I love that. I love that. Uh, Arabelle, tell me, uh, tell us again how we can reach you. Yep. So um, I can be reached uh, via my website, which is www.arabelleyee.com. It's A-R-A-B-E-L-L-E-Y-E-E.com. Or find me on my Facebook, which is also Arabelle Yee. And um, I reply to all the messages and emails that I receive personally. Fantastic. Fantastic. Do you think you'll be over stateside anytime, anytime soon in the United States? I was actually there about two months ago, but I was in South America. Um, I went to Peru um, and to spend time with the shamans and just to learn their way of living to incorporate that into my work. But I do have a plan to come back um, probably next year. And when I'm there, I will definitely contact you. Oh, please do. I would love the chance to meet you and uh, and further this conversation. I think this is such a rich conversation to, this morning, and I really, really appreciate you taking the time and getting up as early as you did to, to have this conversation. I honor the work that you do, and if I can help you in any way, please let me know. Same here, Kat Clarence. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Well, everyone, you've heard it. You heard it directly, directly from Arabelle Yee. Go visit her on her website, arabelleyee.com, and really reach out to her. Ask her a question here and there. I'm sure she'll be open to answering. She said she'd answer your email. So uh, reach out to her. Until next time, live with an attitude of gratitude. Give when you can. Love first and then choose, and you'll have a fantastic week. That's what I know, and I'm sharing it with you. Everyone have a great week. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, get rid of those fears and really live your authentic life. We'll talk to you again next time. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.